If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in. New episode, Music is Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley, a.k.a. Coach Clint, a.k.a. the hardest working man in show business, a.k.a. the people's champion, a.k.a. Mr. Herm's son. All right, so here we go, y'all. All right, it's been a while since you've heard me by myself. Last 10, 12 episodes, I've always had somebody on, so let me give you my thoughts now. The episode I'm doing today, I purposely don't want anybody other's thoughts because I want to explain to y'all my criteria for this list, and I also want y'all to digest it and say, okay, this is blah, 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 blah. If you agree, you can engage. If you don't agree, you can engage. I know for a fact you're not going to agree because a lot of y'all don't argue with, your, with, 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 with facts. Y'all argue with emotions. Let's have this conversation. I want to talk about the top 30 male R&B artists of all time. I'm not listing them one through 30. How I'm listing the top male R&B artists is we're going to put them in tiers. There's going to be 10 in tier two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry with two. Who starts with two and three? Anyway, there's going to be 10 in tier three. There's going to be 10 in tier two. There's going to be 10 in tier one. Now, I'm going to say this. You may not agree with this, but I'm going to tell you my criteria for the top 30 male R&B artists. To be considered a tier one male R&B artist, at some point in time in the story of R&B, you had to be him. And when I say him, you know what I mean. That means you was he was the top dog. You were the man. You were the guy. You there was you, there was you, and then there was the rest of the pack. There was no ifs. There was no ands. There was no buts. You were the guy. All right. Now, to be tier two, that means that you had potential to be the guy. You never really were the guy for a stretch of time. You may have been the guy for about a year, two years, three years maximum, and you have a classic album. Meaning, we can't tell the story of R&B without anybody in tier two. And then I'm going to tier three. Tier three means you had a very solid run. You had a solid list of albums. You had a solid list of, of, of singles. You even, or you were a writer, right? And you, like, we mix in both. But my point is, is that if you're in tier three, that means we kind of can tell the story of R&B without you, but we're not going to because we love you. Does anybody, or before we go any further, I'm sitting here talking to myself and talking to the cameras. I'm about to say, does anybody object? But if you're in your Honda or your Beamer or your Legend or your Benz, listening to this podcast, do you do you object? Do you object? That's what I need to know. So here's how we going to do this. I'm going to start with a lot of, I'm going to start with names who are honorable mentions on this list before I get to tier three. All right. Here's the guys who I like 
or you're going to ask me, well, Clint, oh, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. There's three names who will not be on any of these lists. Michael Jackson and Prince will not be on this list. You know why. They didn't do nothing wrong. Those are just, they are, Michael Jackson, Prince is Zeus and Allah. If we're really, if we're, if we really like, and you know, we, I get it. They R&B. We don't know. They pop. But we're not including Michael Jackson and Prince. Also, there is going to be someone in tier one who's not mentioned. You know who that is. We don't need to go down this road again. Every time we do these lists, somebody's always in my comments. Clint, where is the R in R&B? To me, the R in R&B stands for rhythm, not Robert. Yes, I get it. He had, he had his run. I get it. It is what it is. But I've chosen to take a stand. He's not on this list. But I will acknowledge if he were, he's a tier one R&B artist. We all know that. I'm not stupid. I have ears, but I also have eyes. And I also have people. Or, and I also understand he's terrorized too many people for me to, 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 to include him. We don't need to keep going into it. But if you listen to this podcast, that is where R. Kelly is. R. Kelly is going to be in the Cook, his, his, him and his music is in Cook County or Cook whatever correctional facility. You go ask them where he is. That's it. Let's start. Here are the people who, to me, did not make the list. These are honorable mentions. Johnny Gill, Tevin Campbell, Brian McKnight, Genuine, Tank, Charlie Wilson, Peebo Bryson, Freddie Jackson, Donnell Jones, Eric Benet, Avant, Dave Hollister, Carl Thomas, Tyrese, Omarion, Case. Now, I love all of those singers. Those are good R&B singers. But somebody named me a classic album from Johnny Gill. Can anybody name me a classic Johnny Gill album? Outside of the new edition Heartbreak album, right? Well, that's a collective. Can you name me a classic Johnny Gill album? Now, granted, Johnny Gill had three bangers on his first album. My, 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 fair weather friend and rub you the right way. But after that, have we heard from Johnny Gill since? Oh, yeah, my bad. We did. Levert, Sweat, and Gill. Yeah. I can tell the story of R&B without LSG as a group. Let's keep going. Tevin Campbell got a couple of hits. Does anybody point to a Tevin Campbell album and say, oh, this was a classic? Yeah, you guys like singles. You don't like albums. He didn't move the genre forward. And I can tell the story of, of R&B without Can We Talk. To me, I'm not saying he asked. I'm saying I, I don't need it. It's not essential. Let's keep going. Brian McKnight. Can somebody point to me a classic Brian McKnight album? Can you point to me where a classic Brian McKnight album is? Now, granted, a lot of these people in tier three don't really have classic albums, but outside of a few hits, what, is he, what has he done? Okay. Same thing with Genuine. Same thing with Tank. Same thing with Gerald Levert. I know y'all love Gerald Levert. Niggas like, oh, how can you say that about Gerald LeVert? What's the name of a Gerald LeVert album? I'll wait. I do. I know because I'm a music head. But you casual fans out there, name me a classic Gerald LeVert album. Name me more than five Gerald LeVert hits by himself. 
You can't even name me, most of y'all, if you weren't born in the 70s or 60s, you can't even name five Levert singles. I can. Baby, I'm ready to give you all of my love. You don't, you don't know nothing about that. You're young. Let's move on. Charlie Wilson got a couple of hits, but let's be real. Most of his success is with the Gap Band. Peebo Bryson. Y'all, some of y'all here born in the 90s. You don't even know who the fuck that is. You don't know who that is. Freddie Jackson, same thing. To me, Freddie Jackson and Peebo Bryson, the same nigga. Peebo Bryson, to me, Peebo Bryson and Freddie Jackson are the same guys. Guys who couldn't be Luther. I love Freddie Jackson. But I can tell the story of R&B without rocking me tonight for old time's sake. This is, listen, I'm very hard on these criteria, y'all. I'm very hard on it. Case. Case is one of my good friends in R&B. Case is one of my good friends in R&B. So I'm not even going to touch this. <laughs> Tyrese, Avant, Omarion. Same thing. Some of y'all a lot of times be like, Clint, what about Donnell Jones? Ooh, say what, say what, say what? Big singles. Give me the album. Most of y'all don't even know that the album is called Where I Want to Be. <laughs> but y'all arguing with me, man. Stop it. Raheem Devon. Great sing, great guy. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite concerts I've ever been to. Ask my best friend Dom Lewis. One of my best friends, Dom Lewis. My man Dom, he was, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, Dom, what you doing tonight? He says, uh, he says, Clint, man, I'm about to get on this Raheem Devon concert at Drexel. Oh, word? Yeah, dog, that shit $10. Come through. I came through. Best $10 I ever spent in my life at that time. Yes. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. He and my homeboy went to an R&B concert to see Raheem Devon and he put on a damn good show for 10 motherfucking dollars. I'm, I'm, I was cool with that. I'm cool with that. Eric Benet, Carl Thomas, Dave Hollister. They're one short away. They, honestly, them niggas is probably one or two hits away from being one or two hit wonders. Which, let's be real, Carl Thomas is. All right. Now let's get into tier three. Now, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I got 16 people that I can put in tier three. Here's who we got. Tier three. Al Green, Bobby Brown, Music Soul Child, Anthony Hamilton, T-Pain, Keith Sweat, Trey Songs, Donnie Hathaway, Otis Redding, Robin Thicke, Cisco, David Ruffin, Lionel Richie, Jamie Foxx, Raphael Sadiq, and Joe. Now, this is a hard, this is hard to really, this is hard to really, I gotta, I gotta take six off of this list. So there's a few names to me that definitely stay on this list. Trey Songs might have, Trey Songs might be tier two, but we'll get back to that later. We'll get back to that later. As a matter of fact, I might make Trey Songs tier two, but that's neat. Let's, let's get back to that. So I'm good with Bobby Brown being tier three. I'm good with that. I'm good with Music Soul Child being tier three. That's two. I'm good with Anthony Hamilton being tier three. Now, when we talk about tier three, again, we're not saying that you, if you're in tier three, that means we like you a lot and you made a solid contribution to rhythm and blues. Let's talk about Music Soul Child, Bobby Brown, and Anthony Hamilton just for one second. Anthony Hamilton, a beautiful voice. Anthony Hamilton gives you something you really haven't gotten in R&B in a long ass time, which is the soul and the and the you you feel what Anthony Hamilton is singing. And Anthony Hamilton has a classic album under his belt. Coming from where I'm from, we had this conversation or I was I had to visit it. Anthony Hamilton's Coming From Where I'm From is a classic album. He is batting over 80% on that album. He, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, shooting over 80% on that album. He is also, I mean, I can't say it moved the genre forward, but it does stand the test of time. And I can't say it, it didn't really have a lot of impact, but it did have a little bit of influence on how guys were singing after that. Not saying they were trying to be Anthony Hamilton, but you know, Anthony Hamilton, meet Leon Bridges. This emoji. Anthony Hamilton meet Leon Bridges. This emoji. Would you agree with that? This emoji. To me, that's just, that's me. When I hear Leon Bridges, I'm not saying he sounds like Anthony Hamilton. I'm not saying he's doing what Anthony Hamilton doing. But what I do think of, I get nostalgia when I hear Anthony Hamilton. So I get, and I also get nostalgia when I hit when I hear Leon Bridges. They're not the same guy, but it's like I I can see that if I can see if Leon if Leon Bridges did a, did a, did an interview and he says, "Man, I listen to that coming from where I'm from," and I'm like, I can see that. Not saying it's true, not saying it's false. I'm saying I can see that. Let's keep talking. Bobby Brown. Now, I know Bobby Brown was telling y'all he was the king of R and B. Okay, for a year, from 1988 to 1990. Bobby Brown was the king of R&B. He had multiple singles. That first album, or his second album, that wasn't his first, his second album, Don't Be Cruel, is a bona fide classic album. Now, I will say this. Listen to the cuts on Don't Be Cruel after like every little step I take. Gets a little whack. Y'all want to have that conversation or no? If you listen to Don't Be Cruel, there's first is the Cruel Reprise, after that, there's Don't Be Cruel. After that is My Prerogative. After that is Roni. 
After that is uh, Rock With You. After that is Every Little Step I Take. Bobby Brown is about six for nine on that album. But we can't ignore the impact. We can't ignore the influence. And we can't ignore It Still Stands the Test of Time Today. That is a classic album. But guess what? That's all Bobby Brown has done for R&B outside of his work with New Edition. And I'm not really taking that into it in count. I'm not. I'm sorry. That's why he's tier three for me. They're all going to be like, oh, no, he's tier two. He's tier one. Name me anything Bobby Brown has done solo-wise outside of that album. Oh, you want to talk about humping around? My bad. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a huge hit. Yes, and he also did the Ghostbusters shit. Now, that was a huge hit. I'm not being sarcastic or facetious. But, hey, man, Bobby Brown was played out by 92. That's just the guy. That's just that's just the bottom line. Bobby Brown was done by 92. Let's keep talking. Music Soul Child. He from Philly. I mean, you're you, you going to have somebody from Philly on this motherfucking list. <laughs> but let's let's talk about Music Soul Child. There was a stretch between about 2000 and about 2010, right? Where music was, music soul child was never the guy, but it's like every time I heard from music soul child through the 2000s, he didn't put out nothing corny. Can we agree on that? Through 2000 and 2010, I remember definitely distinctly, like music didn't put out nothing corny. Music lived up to his name at the time. There was every album I heard. I'm like, oh, this is hot. Oh, this is hot. Oh, this every time music would put out a single, I'm like, yo, this is hot. Yo, this is hot. As a matter of fact, I'm even going a step further. Here's what also tier three is. Tier three means I would pay $40 to see you. If you are a tier three R&B artist, you, I would pay $40 to see you. 40 to 50. I would do that. You shouldn't be performing at theaters. You shouldn't be performing at arenas. You should be performing at like four, 500 seat venues. Small theaters. I'd pay for that. I'd pay for that, for sure. Okay, so we got three. T-Pain. I told y'all that we can't tell the story of 2000s R&B without T-Pain. We could debate whether he's hip hop or pop or whatever like that, but also I have to acknowledge his place in R&B. I'm putting Keith Sweat. I mean, I'm putting T Pain on the list. He makes he makes number he makes four. He he's number he's four. He's four. Okay, let's keep going in tier three. Next, we got Keith Sweat. We got Keith Sweat. Solid guy had a nice run, good hits. I mean, speaks for itself. He had a little bit of a longer career than Bobby Brown. If we're really going to be honest, I'm good with Keith Sweat. And also, Keith Sweat, outside of Teddy Riley, Keith Sweat was the one who, who, who kicked off New Jack Swing. Keith Sweat, low-key, and I mean, I know it was kind of like, really, it started with like Dougie Fresh in the show, but like the real first New Jack Swing banger was I Want Her in 87. That was the first one where niggas was like, oh, eh, 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 like, don't ask me why I'm doing this, all right? <laughs> Okay, I put Trey songs, but he might move up to tier two depending on how this list goes. Donnie Hathaway. Now, y'all gonna kill me for this, right? And I'm not saying anything ill of him, right? 
I hate to say this, but he just was gone too soon. He was gone too soon. But but his voice alone makes him tier three. And he has to he had the potential to be tier two and tier one. I'm gonna hold off on Donnie Hathaway. I'm gonna hold off on Donnie Hathaway. Otis Redding. I'm gonna hold off on him too. Same, same, kind of the same situation, right? Kind of the same situation. Like after sitting on the dock of the bay, that was it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Robin Thick. I want to have a conversation about Robin Thick. That white boy was bad for a moment. He was bad for a moment. Again, tier three is you had a moment in time. A moment. There was a moment where we was like, damn, Robin Thick, Robin Thick, Robin Thick, Robin Thick. Pause. <laughs> All right. Jamie Foxx. I'm going to put Jamie Foxx on the list. He gets the check mark for me. Jamie Foxx um, had a string of hits. He has, he doesn't have a classic album. He doesn't, Jamie Foxx doesn't have a classic album. Jamie Foxx has very, very good music. He has. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Very good music. And the motherfucker can sing very well. Very well. I'm good with I'm good with Jamie Foxx. Niggas like Jamie Foxx over Donnie Hathaway? Not that's not, I mean, that's the we, you're now we're comparing apples to oranges. We're comparing apples to oranges. It's more so Jamie Foxx has had a longer career. Not Donnie Hathaway's fault and not Jamie Foxx's fault. I'm only going by what I've seen and what history has told me. Joe. I want to put Joe on this list very bad. Because Joe has been nothing but consistent over a string of about 10, 12 years. Joe has been consistent. Joe might be one of the most underrated R&B artists of all time. Like we, you, nobody is mad when you throw on some Joe. Nobody is sitting there saying, oh, you threw that Joe on, turn that shit off. No, every time somebody throws on a Joe record, I'm like, yo, this is, I forgot about this joint. Fainted pictures in a broken glass, even though that's Case song, shout out to my boy Case. But Joe was, Joe was singing. All the things your man won't do. Dirty Mackin at his best, but still. But I've never heard somebody be like, yo, man, we throwing that Joe on and that shit is ass. Joe has been very dope and very consistent over my over over my 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 years of 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 listening and looking at RB. I'm good with Joe. I'm good with Joe. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So we only got room for two more slots. And those two slots either got to go to Al Green, Otis Redding, Robin Thicke, Raphael Sadiq, Lionel Richie, David Ruffin, or Cisco. If I'm taking solo artists by itself, Cisco and David Ruffin and Lionel Richie don't make the list. Now, Lionel Richie is, has very big hits, you know, in the 80s and he had in the 70s. He had a lot of hits with the Commodores and he also wrote a lot. But I'm gonna be honest. I don't that Lionel Richie shit today don't slap. I'm sorry. 
Lionel Richie to me today don't slap. I'm just being honest. By himself, Lionel Richie as a solo artist, dancing on the walls and shit in the 80s, that was cool. I don't need to, I'm good with, I'm cool if I don't hear that shit again. That didn't age well, Lionel. First of all, I'm sorry, I should put Lionel Richie on this list for one reason and one reason only. Me and Lionel Richie share birthday. Lionel Richie's born June 20th. Me too. What's up, twin? But you ain't on this list, motherfucker. <laughs> you, you ain't on this list. You ain't on this list. I'm sorry. My bad. I love you, though. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know that's one of them jokes where nobody else, because nobody else is in the room. I'm sitting here just talking to myself and talking to the cameras. I'm laughing at my own shit. It ain't even that funny. I ain't high. No, it's funny. What am I talking? What am I doing, Clint? Stop, you know, stop. Speak, speak light into what you're doing. This is a great ass podcast. Y'all should be sharing it and you should be listening to it. Yeah, yeah. Good affirmations. Okay. Okay. So now we're down to Al Green, Otis Redding, Robin Thicke, Raphael Sadiq. I have to take Raphael Sadiq's writing out of this because, again, we're just talking about a solo artist. Raphael Sadiq got some joints. Raphael Sadiq got some joints. I really love you. I love you, Deja. I, I love Deja now, too. I got a cousin named Deja. Hi, Deja. Raphael Sadiq got some joints. I ain't never heard no corny shit from Raphael Sadiq. As a matter of fact, Raphael Sadiq put on the best concert I've ever seen in my life. Yes, I'm going on a limb and saying that. It was 2010. It was the New York summer stage. It was 102 degrees outside. Me and my cousin Denia was out there. That nigga had on a yellow suit and he was out there. It feels good. He, yes, jamming, jamming, putting on the best show he could put on and it was free. Raphael Sadiq, or Ray, as they call him. Thank you, my guy. I'm giving you your flowers. Raphael Sadiq makes the list for that concert alone. Y'all can argue with me. I'm good with that. Raphael Sadiq's on the list. So now it comes down to Al Green, Otis Redding, Donnie Hathaway, and Robin Thicke. And you know what? I'm just going to go with the best singer. So that goes to Donnie Hathaway. Tier three. This is my tier three. I'm good with it. Bobby Brown, Music Soul Child, Anthony Hamilton, T-Pain, Keith Sweat, Trey Songs, Donnie Hathaway, Jamie Foxx, Raphael Sadiq, Joe. I like that tier three. I like that tier three. Y'all may not like that tier three. I like that tier three. I like it. I like it. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Let's go to tier two. This is where it gets interesting. Now, in tier two right now, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven names, along with Trey Songs could be. But the problem is, who do you take out of tier two for, and put to tier three for Trey Songs? You, you see what I'm saying? Like, because here's let's let's talk about Trey Songs for one second. Trey Songs was a moment in RB too. Between the years of about 2007 and 2010. Trey Songs was him. We're talking about mixtape. We're talking about album. That Ready album, I, I'm not, you know me, I'm very protective of the word classic. 
That is a classic album. It, it was a classic album. Move the genre forward. It kind of still stands the test of time. It still slaps today. Track listing, he was 80% or better. Had impact. I don't know about the influence part, but if you check four or five boxes, my man, you can have a conversation. You can have a seat at tier two's table. But my question is, who are y'all taking out of tier two to put in tier three to put Trey Songs in tier two? Let's get into it. Tier two. Sam Cooke, Neo, John Legend, Teddy Pendergrass, Maxwell, D'Angelo, Barry White, Justin Timberlake, The Dream, Frank Ocean, Babyface. Yeah. 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 I, hey, let's, let's, let's break each one down. Let's talk about Babyface. There is nowhere in R&B history where I will take out Babyface for Trey Songs. All right, that's number one. Number two, Babyface might be the most, he, he has, Babyface has a case for saying he's one of, the, he's the most important male R&B artist in R&B history. He can make that case. You do not, you do not get 90s R&B without Babyface. Now, let's take out his, let's take out Babyface's, let's take out Babyface's writing for a second. Can we say that Babyface's Tender, Lovin', Tender Lover album was a classic? I, I can say that. I can say that. Babyface's Tender Lover album, my tender lover, girl, I'm so sorry. Yes. I can make a case that is a classic album. Stands the test of time. Let me tell you something. My mom used to bump that album with a white tape. That was a white tape. She bumped it on cassette. It was a white cassette tape. I'll never forget. But it passed down to through generations. I like that album. Right? And I think that if I, if I pass that on to my child, I believe my child will like that album. Test of time. Let's talk about impact influence. Ah. Mm. It's hard to gauge. I wasn't really that old in 89, right? So I don't know the impact that it had. But you know what? Maybe I can say that because at the end of the day, my mom, again, she was bumping that shit every day. Now, I don't know if she was just a Babyface fan, but I do remember Whip Appeal. When I was a little boy, Whip Appeal was on the radio 24-7. And it's still on the radio. I'm from Philly. I listen to DAS when I get home. I listen to Patty Jackson when I get home. Like, I'm, yeah, when I come to Philadelphia, I'm listening to the grown-up station. And guess who I hear every time? Mr. Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. All right. Let's talk about Frank Ocean. We don't even, come on. You was there. You were there. You were there. Channel Orange. We were there. We saw it. In real time, I remember him. He, Frank Ocean has some heat. Now, granted, he ain't been what he, you know, that's neither here nor there. I, I, I don't think you have a tear. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To it, I think you can't put you can't not put Frank Ocean on there. His album was too impactful at the time that it came out for him for us not to put him on this list. 
in tier two. GP, are you with me? Cool. The dream, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. I watched it. We were there. All you old motherfuckers may not agree. But I'm tired of, here's the thing that I'm tired of when it comes to when we discuss music, R&B, hip-hop, it don't matter. That you old heads don't want to give the new generation their props. Do you know you're doing the same exact thing that your parents did when you were, when you were younger? I can remember distinctly, they thought hip-hop was going to be a fad and it was going out of style in five to ten years. People thought hip-hop was going to be disco. Am I right or wrong? And a lot of people, you're, you know, all you 40 and 50 year olds who want to tell me about the glory days of hip hop and you want to tell me about Eric B and Rakim and you want to tell me about all this. But let's be real. Your parents thought that shit was noise. Yeah. Yeah. I like Rakim. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one can on because I won't let nobody step up. and Yeah. Deep concentration. Yeah, I get it. But it was noise back then. But now you want to sit here and we want to condemn the new generation, but it's like, no, 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 my guy. No, no, no. Let's evolve. Let's get better. Let's get, let's, let's get better. And you have to embrace this. So yes, whether you like it or not, you like, oh, how can you put the dream over Donnie Hathaway? Easy. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a better singer. Who, who, if you ask me, who am I going, who do I want at my wedding singing? The dream of Donnie Hathaway? It ain't close. But one of them ain't here, unfortunately, to tell it. That's just, that's the facts. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. I'm not saying that as a diss to him because I know that Donnie Hathaway dealt with what I'm dealing with, which is mental health issues. But at the end of the day, I'm not taking away from his legacy, but it's like, yo, we have to be realistic. We're talking careers. We're talking careers. Let's move on. Justin Timberlake. There was a moment in R&B history where Justin Timberlake was him. I don't want to hear that he had good producers. People always want to say, oh, he had Pharrell and he had Timberland. That's every, every time I bring up Justin Timberlake, somebody always wants to tell me about Pharrell. Somebody always wants to tell me about Timberland. Tim, like by Timberland. Like, so Justin Timberlake has no talent. Like for real, it never fails. Every time I bring up Justin Timberlake as a dope R&B artist, somebody wants to tell me one of two things. Either A, he's pop. No, NSYNC was pop. Two, he had, he had Pharrell. He had Timberland. How can you not get a hit? So Justin Timberlake has no talent. None. He didn't put out future sex love songs, sounds. That wasn't a classic album. I was by myself listening to that. Cool. No problem. My bad. My bad. Maybe it's me. Let's keep going. Barry White. That is the person that I'm okay with moving to tier three and moving Trey songs up to tier one, tier two. I don't know a Barry White body of work, but what I do know is Barry White got some shit. I do know Barry White has been sampled. I do know Barry White was that guy, but I don't know. I don't know artist wise if he had the same impact is trick i don't know that's comparing two different eras i gotta do my research i wasn't there for barry white's ascension 
I wasn't there for Barry White being him. I missed it. My bad. D'Angelo, you got two classic albums. We don't need to discuss this. You, you are, he has two classic albums. Voodoo and Brown Sugar. What, 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 what are we talking about? Most people could tell you they like Voodoo better. As a matter of fact, that is my question. Yeah, because I think I've asked that before, though. And a lot of people was like, yo, we like Voodoo better. I'm one of them, too. Maxwell. Consistent. Consistent. Could have been him at one point. Could have. Never really was. Maxwell, to me, was five steps better than Eric Benet. He had better music. Better songs. Maxwell has more iconic songs. Has an iconic, has a, has, a, has a classic album under his belt. Yes, Maxwell's Urban Hang Sweep, no doubt. No doubt about it. I'm good with that. Teddy Pendergrass. There was a time when it was him and it was another guy that I'm going to mention in tier one who you won't argue with. Right? It's another guy in tier one. But Teddy Pendergrass, for a moment of time, was R&B's sex symbol. There was a moment in time where R&B had a sex symbol and he was from Philadelphia and his name was Teddy Pendergrass. He was everything that personified like a strong, he had a strong manly voice. He had strong manly features. He had a beard and he had, he had sweat dripping down his hairy ass chest and he was, he was that guy. He's everything back in the 70s, that women really swooned over. To women in the 70s, Teddy Pendergrass was a man. Uh, I'm good with him. John Legend. Yes, I know he's corny now, but let's not deny John Legend's run. Am I right or wrong, y'all? Okay, I, I get it. I'm not the biggest fan anymore. I'm cool, but we can't deny the man. He got, a, he got a classic album. The second album was crazy. The third album was good. And then I want y'all to go back and listen to John Legend's Love in the Future. That is a very slept on album. My boy Tahir, shout out to Tahir Moore. I remember at the time the album came out, he was like, yo, Clint, you go listen to that John Legend, John. That shit is, yo, he, he's singing like old John Legend on that joint. And then I listened to it. I'm like, yo, he right. Some of my favorite John Legend classics are in or on that album, Love in the Future. I want you guys to go revisit that. I, I'm, I'm just letting you know that. I'm not saying that the album is a classic, but I'm telling you now, y'all on that album. That was a very beautiful album. If you know, you know. Let's keep going. Neo doesn't need to be, you know, I was so sick of Neo. See what I did there? You didn't, you didn't see it? You didn't, you didn't see what I did? Did it, did it. My bad. All right. Sorry. Again, it's just me by myself, y'all. I got to entertain myself. All right? Um, but yeah, Neo, I don't really need to have that conversation. And uh, Sam Cooke. There was a moment in... So when we go back to the early days of R&B, and we had to pinpoint who was kind of like the first like co-R&B superstar. Is there's, the, there's a guy in tier one and then there's Sam Cooke. 
Now I'm looking in tier one. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got eight in tier one. Okay. I got eight in tier one. So I can move somebody. I can move somebody to tier one and then put and then move some of our honorable mentions around too. So out of these tier, out of this tier two, who would should we move up to tier one? Sam Cook, Neo, John Legend, Teddy Pendergrass, Maxwell, Barry White, Justin Timberlake, the Dream, Frank Ocean, Babyface. I'm gonna move Trey Songs to tier two. Alright. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move. I'm thinking of an R. I'm looking at these R&B artists list who was in uh, who was on uh, who was in um, honorable men or not honorable men, ones who I cr- scratched off. I'm going to put Robin Thicke. No, no, I'm not. Give me Otis Redding in tier three. Give me Otis Redding in tier three. He makes the list now. So now, who am I moving? I got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 in tier 2. Which two should I move up to tier 1? I'm good with moving. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. Wow. I'm good with moving Justin Timberlake to tier 1. All right, I'm going to kill him. Nah. You know what? I'm good with tier two being where it's at. And I'm good with tier one only having eight people. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. Uh If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. All right, now let's get to tier one. Most of you guys can guess who's in tier one, but let's just have this conversation. Nobody, I don't think, is arguing with tier one, except for maybe one person you're going to argue with, but it's hard to argue with his success over the last 10 years. Marvin Gaye, do we disagree? Cool. Stevie Wonder, do we disagree? Cool. Usher, do we disagree? Cool. Chris Brown, do we disagree? Cool. Luther Vandross, do we disagree? No classic albums, but he's arguably, or not arguably, to me, he is the best male R&B vocalist ever. You're tier one for that. Smokey Robinson, solo artist. Well. (laughs) It gets interesting, right? Okay. James Brown. Y'all gonna be like, oh, he's funk. What is what is funk, y'all? It's a subgenre of R&B. Can we can we have that? Like, let's stop it. All right, James Brown, Godfather of Soul. Soul is R&B. He's on the list. And last but not least, I got the weekend. Wow, yeah, I got the weekend, and I'm not a big fan of the weekend. Not a big fan. I'm not. I'm not saying his music is ass. I'm saying I'm not a big weekend fan. I'm not. But I also have to take into account his impact and influence in the last ten years. In the last ten years, 
in the last 10 years, the weekend has been him. To be honest with y'all, I like my list. I like my list. I'm good with this. I can sleep at night with this list. I'm good with this. This is a good list for me. This makes me happy. So here's what I'm doing. Just to let's let's do a recap. All right. So I'm ranking the 30 best male R&B singers of all time. I'm not ranking them one through 30. I'm putting them in tiers. I got 10 in tier three. I got 12 in tier two. I got eight in tier one. Tier three means we like you. You had a solid contribution to R&B. We won't tell the story without you. Not that we can't. We won't. Tier, tier two, you were great. You had a run. You were phenomenal. You've been the man for, for maybe once or twice or whatever. And guess what? We can't tell the story without you or a body of work that you put out. And for tier three, you were him. Meaning you were that guy. You were number one. There, it was you and then there was the rest of the pack. Here's my list. Tier three, Bobby Brown, Music Soul Child, Anthony Hamilton, T-Pain, Otis Redding, Keith Sweat, Donnie Hathaway, Jamie Foxx, Raphael Sadiq, Joe. Tier two, Sam Cooke, Neo, John Legend, Teddy Pendergrass, Maxwell, D'Angelo, Barry White, Justin Timberlake, The Dream, Frank Ocean, Babyface, Trey Songs. Tier one, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, Usher, Chris Brown, Luther Vandross, Smokey Robinson, James Brown, The Weeknd. I know y'all about to argue with me. Y'all going to be like, well, what about this person? What about that person? Before you even ask me, yes, we recognize tier one is missing one name. I'm not putting him in there. You can. That's cool. I'm saying he ain't on any list that I'm doing. The R in R&B stands for rhythm. Bottom line. We've made that clear. That is my list. Where do y'all stand? Where do you stand? Now, everybody's like, oh, well, Clint, man, this is a shitty ass list. Please listen to the entire podcast. Please listen to exactly why I feel the way I feel. And then get back to me. Where are y'all at with it? Let me know if I forgot somebody. Let me know if I forgot somebody. Who are you taking? And before you, here's the thing. Before you, before you argue with me with my list, you tell me who I forgot and who are you taking out for who I forgot? And you better have a good reason for it. That's where I'm at with it. This was, this was fun. This was productive. I believe we got somewhere. Again, y'all listen, this is, the first, this is the first time in a while you're hearing just my thoughts. Just my thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Just what I was feeling at the time. It's the intro to Jay-Z's. Anyway, okay. That's all I got. I don't have anything to promote. I ain't got any. Yes, I do. I do have something to promote. Fellas, I'm going to keep asking you. Get your ass to the doctors. When was the last time you went? Go get your health right. All right? Get your health right. I'm doing it. You better be doing it too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing. This podcast is over. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? 
Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.